Welcome to Thoughts Off the Stem. I'm Justin Baroni, and today we're doing a couple different things again because that's what we do over here. <laughs> so, what we're smoking on in our joint with our glass tip again, I can't recommend these glass tips enough. I fucking love them. <coughs> but in the glass, sorry, in the joint, we're gonna smoke a little purple ayahuasca, which is, let's see here. It's a mix of Red River Delta and Master Kush. It is an indica and it's 18.5% THC. I haven't tried it yet, so I don't know because I just picked it up today for this. <laughs> the other thing we're going to do is we're going to try for the first time a THC filled drink. And that's right. And this one is called, oh wait, hold on. Sorry. The... Purple Ayahuasca is from Celeste, so we'll see what that's like, and it seems to be pretty fresh. It smells delicious, by the way, like it smells really good, like I can't wait to try this. It's got, I don't know man, it just set my nose on fire. I was ready to eat it as soon as I, as soon as I smelt it. So now, anyway, we're also, I'm also going to try one of these cannabis beverages, which this one is Mango Pineapple, because I love mango. Not such a big fan of pineapple, but whatever. I wanted to try it out. And it is by, I believe, the num the company is MXG. Whatever that is. I don't know. I've never heard of them. I never did it. But, yeah, I'm going to try it out. It's 10 milligrams in the drink of uh, total THC. It's, let's see here, less than 0 0.9 milligrams of CBD. And yeah, I'm curious to see what it tastes like. So I'm going to pop this bad boy open and we're doing that. And what was in the bong? In the bong was the leftovers from the joint. So there's a little purple ayahuasca in there and the rest of it was table weed because I, <laughs> I had to get rid of the table collection of previously rolled joints. That's the can pop can opening. There we go. Broke the seal, baby. I don't know where to put that. We'll put it there. But yeah, we're going to try it out. So I hope you're having a good Friday. <laughs> I hope you had a good week. I hope you're, you know, generally having a good time now that uh, things are kind of opening back up. Oh, dude, this smells delicious. That's a good drink. It's good. We'll see what happens. Let's see how effed up I get. I like gummies. I like, um, I like edibles and stuff like that. I've tried that before. Uh, I eat gummies pretty regularly. Not regular. Well, when I say regularly, I mean like I'll have some gummies, I don't know, maybe once or twice a week. I really like it because I forget because when you eat gummies, you forget that you ate the gummy <laughs> and then or like edibles in general. Right. And at a certain point after you ingest it. Let's say, you know, it takes maybe about 20, 30 minutes to kick in because it's got to digest and everything. But yeah, so I do gummies pretty, pretty regularly. And I find that the fun part about it is that you'll be like, okay, I play darts with my buddies and we'll have, you know, we'll smoke a joint, have a couple, uh, have a couple gummies, um, you know, a few drinks and whatever, and we'll play darts. Okay. So we do that, but then inevitably in an, an hour in <laughs> somebody will turn around and go, dude, I'm so fucking high right now. <laughs> and everybody's like, why, man? We've only had like two beers. You know, we smoke one joint, whatever. 
So how can you be that high? And then somebody else in the group will go, dude, what about the gummies, man? <laughs> and then everybody, oh yeah, <laughs> that's why I feel like I'm floating right now. <laughs> that's my favorite part about, that's my favorite part and the biggest difference that I notice with edibles versus smoking is that after a certain point, edibles feel like you have clouds on your feet. You're walking around in cloud slippers. <laughs> That's what I like about them. So yeah, so I wanted to try out this uh, mango pineapple carbonated beverage. It is good, man. It's tasty. It's really nice. I've also started to work out pretty pretty good. I've uh, I put in a couple days. I mean, I still haven't got rid of the belly, but that takes some time. So I'm happy with that because I've started to get the routine back down and regular again. That's also helped with the whole not smoking thing now that I've moved on to these vape cartridges. I don't smoke them nearly as much. The only time that I really like pine for a smoke is like an actual cigarette is if I'm drinking beer. If I'm drinking beer, then like, yeah, I like to have a cigarette. So there's been nights where I've maybe had, you know, a couple too many drinks and I've had some cigarettes. So I'm not perfectly off them yet, but I spend more of my time now using these uh, vape cartridges. So I'm hoping like in the next couple months I can move right off it because I've been doing this for about a month and a half now and my nicotine intake has severely dropped. And I've sort of evened out on the whole like weed stuff. Like when I first stopped smoking cigarettes, I started sort of switching them over to like joints all the time, right? And not all the time. You still smoke less joints than you do cigarettes. That's for sure. But I noticed that in the transition to trying to quit smoking, I would just smoke more joints because I still wanted to smoke. But the problem was after the joint, I wanted the fucking, I wanted to smoke, which was counteractive. <laughs> so then I found, I think I explained it in one of the other episodes, one of the recent ones, but uh, I found these pods that were actually a little bit higher in nicotine content than what I could I could get around here. Um, so I went direct to the manufacturer and I bought a higher content nicotine pod and that seems to be really helping. Now it's like, if I have a craving, then I just take a couple hits off that and then I leave it alone for a while. Like I can go a couple hours without even thinking about having to smoke. So it's really nice to have moved on from being a, being, you know, I don't know, anchored to cigarettes because fuck it's, I don't like it, man. The problem is the older I get is that I notice like, when I was young and you smoked a cigarette, you felt fine, right? And like, I still feel fine, but I've noticed that since like in the last five years, cause I'm 40 now. So I've noticed that there's been like a steady change from 35 to 40 where stuff that didn't normally bother me or, or affect me, uh, physically negatively are starting to, and it's not like they're affecting me bad, but like, for example, when I, Bad. What the fuck am I saying? <laughs> it's not like they're like really like there's I have any major problems. I'm just saying I start to notice things. So like after I have a cigarette now, I notice because of the time off from cigarettes, I notice a difference in how my body feels. Whereas before I didn't because I was doing it all the time and I guess you just don't notice, right? But uh yeah, so the vape pods have really helped to move on from that, man. It's been really great. It's also sort of like, it's reaffirmed my own idea that my person, my personally, my addiction to nicotine is mental. 
So like if I get a lot of it, if I'm heavily stressed or there's like big major things that are a problem going on in my life, then I tend to smoke a lot more, like a lot, a lot more. And it's only because I can't in that moment stop myself from smoking because it's like a little bit of a weak moment and a lull, right? But, or yeah, so there's a, you have a weak moment and then, you know, next thing you know, you're fucking smoking cigarettes again. So that's what I found was like one of my biggest issues. So I had to kind of curb the mental aspect of it. And I found, like I said, these pods have done it. Okay, let's move on from the pods. Because <laughs> it's Friday and it's fun to talk about exciting and fun things. <laughs> so get fucking this. This week has been bananas. So it's Friday. It's literally two hours before this thing comes out. And I've finally been able to record this podcast because on what's today? Friday. Duh. (laughs) On Tuesday night. Okay. I think it was Tuesday night. Yeah. Tuesday night, a fucking water main broke. I live in a condo complex and the water main broke in the main like area where you drive in on the main driveway by all like the guest spots and a couple of the resident spots. Right. And it was fucking exciting. Fucking everybody came out, started meeting each other, gay, like, you know, I met a bunch of neighbors I hadn't, I, I hadn't met since I moved in here. I've been living here for fucking almost 10 years. Well, I've been here for almost nine years, sorry. And like, yeah, it's funny how things like that bring people together to come out and talk and sort of, you know, relate and whatever. So it was kind of nice to have that because I, I think it was like the day before I was talking to my buddy. I'm like, I need excitement, man. I'm missing some fucking excitement in my life. Like, because we've been locked up for so long, it's just nuts. You can't, there's, the only excitement you get is that you get to go cycle for a bike ride. (laughs) Like, I can't wait till things like fully open up again. You can start doing shit. Because it puts like the perspective of being able to travel in a totally different light. Like, I never really traveled before. But now, because I've been so locked up and, you know, forced to stay in one spot, all I want to do is fucking travel. I think back to when I was in high school and I got the opportunity to travel to a bunch of different places, right? And um, in my last... Okay, so in high school, in grade 11, I was part of like a big um, inner school um, discussion group, I guess. Where like a, a hundred kids or a couple hundred kids from a bunch of schools across the world. I went to private school. So there was like this whole link. It's called Round Square. And you would go and you would discuss how you could better impact your environment. You can impact your community and how all these schools could come together. That was the boring shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really what it was, was an excuse to meet people across. Like we were for this, we were in uh, England and Scotland for two weeks. Right. So I always look at opportunities like that as um, a way to meet new people and have a great fucking time, right? So I go into the mindset like I'm going to meet everybody there just to see what they're like, right? And it's not for me about the, or it wasn't about the whole, okay, let's go, you know, let's go, <laughs> let's go figure out these world problems. No, I was like, let's party and meet people and then have contacts all across the world. <laughs> It'd be so awesome. So the first place we went, or sorry, I got it. Yeah. So the first place we went, geez. Okay. So I think the drink is kicking in now. (laughs) I know I took that bong hit, but that bong hit wasn't that big. And like, I'm going to be honest with you. 
I'm not normally that high off just the bong hit. And this is like leveling in nice. This 10 milligram deal is a good deal. But yeah, so, sorry. Oh, okay, back on track. So when I was in, when we went to this conference, I was in England and or we started off in England. So we go to, we, we spend a week there. We have um, billets. So me and a guy from another school from, I think, India were uh, hosted by an English family. And they would take you out at night, show you, you know, like the nightlife of England and stuff like that. It was fun. It was awesome. But the re... And you got to meet a lot of people. It was good. It was cool. And it was exciting. That's the thing, man. It was fucking exciting. Like, just the fact that you were, you know, like driving on the wrong side of the road was a total trip. <laughs> like, I was asking my billet, like, can I drive your car? Can you show me how... Can I do this? And she's like, nope. <laughs> she wouldn't let me do it. But I really wanted to. But, like, it's little things like that that are fucking exciting and awesome, right? So, we were first billeted in, uh, in England with these, with, um, a guy from another school and my host was a girl. So she knew a couple other girls and they had, some of my friends were staying with some of her friends. So we'd go out, have drinks, um, you know, uh, eat, whatever, do the fun shit that you would normally do. Right. But then when we got to Scotland, the, um, the conference thing was sort of like, dying down so you had a lot more free time and in the day you tour around you know you tour around the place with uh your school and meet up with other schools and do things like you know museums and shit which i could care less about to be honest like it's not that i don't like it it's just that like i'm not here for that i'm here because this shit's gonna be an awesome party and i don't have to do any fucking schoolwork. <laughs> okay so yeah so then we got in scotland we got billeted with um i got billeted I got billeted with, fuck, who was he? One of the kids from the school. It was a guy this time. It was just me and him. He had a single mom that worked a lot. So him and I just went out and got drunk every night. His best buddy was billeted with my, um, one of my buddies from, from my school, right? So he says, my guy says to me, like, let's, we're going to meet these guys over at this pub and, uh, you know, we're going to hang out for the night. So we go down to this pub, dude, this is this is the fucking exciting shit. I know this took me forever to get here, but here we go. Okay. So we're drinking for the first time, like in a pub in Scotland. All right. And like, they are a little bit more loose with their shit and they allow, you know, we were 17 and I think you were, whatever it worked out. We were drinking. So they had this, the video game cruising USA. Right. And I love that game because I love driving. I love cars, all kinds of shit. And, uh, so I'm racing my billet i beat him his buddy goes okay i'm gonna beat you now and he sits down he takes me on i'm winning my buddy from my school is it behind me like okay so we're in this pub and the pub has you walk in the door and to the left there's a couple stairs up and there's like a platform with a few tables and a couple booths right and then to the if you keep walking across that platform you walk down and there's another little open area there with a couple tables and then the cruising usa machines and then if you tour around that side you see like the kitchen spot and then you get to the bar and there's a few tables in the in the middle of the whole place right it was a small little pub and so we're sitting at the machine like facing a wall and my buddy's behind me 
<laughs> in my ear, chirping me the whole time. So I was beating the guy by, I was beating his billet by like a lap, okay? <laughs> and so I'm killing him and I'm talking shit. And then my buddy in my ear is just whispering, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. You're going to lose. But he's draped across the back of my chair with his arm, like as if his arm was around my shoulder and holding the beer in his left hand and like leaning forward and the beer's kind of right beside my shoulder while he's whispering in it. <laughs> and then he kisses me on the cheek. <laughs> and I go, dude, get the fuck out of here. And I fucking swing my arm back to try and like smack his head away from mine. But his beer hand was in front of his face. <laughs> so I hit the beer. The beer goes fucking flying behind us. Like we're talking like back up to the little platform area onto one of the tables. There's four older gentlemen sitting at these tables, okay? I look back, my buddy goes, fuck. <laughs> my billet goes, oh, we're about to get our ass kicked. His buddy goes, oh, we're so fucked. <laughs> I looked at the thing, I go, no way, man. We're fucking running. We'd already paid our tab. We, had, we were like finishing our beers and ready to go. I'm like, we're getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> now, I was considerably larger because I was playing football. So I was like 265, no. I think it was 245 or 250 at this time. Now, not muscle. We're not talking like Arnold Schwarzenegger or like the fucking Rock Jack 250. We're talking like, you know, Dallas Cowboys 1980 lineman beer gut fat guy having fucking... <laughs> we're talking that kind of 250, okay? So though I could... I was strong and I could move fast, I was still fat and slightly out of shape. <laughs> so... so I looked at these guys, four guys, probably like we were what, 17? So in their, oh, I want to say they were in their 30s, maybe late 30s, early 40s. So you, you hear when the glass hits the table, you hear the fucking one guy, what the fuck? And then in, an, in a Scottish accent too, what are you doing, you fuckers? <laughs> that kind of shit. <laughs> and then you hear the like the you hear the fucking pitcher smash. The table goes up. I stand up. I look behind me. I look at the guy. I'm like, we're fucked if we get caught. So the doorway is directly straight from where we are. But the door is like one of those little mini like four foot by four foot vestibules. So there's like a door and then another door to get out into the street, right? Well, these guys are pissed, obviously. My buddy is laughing at me because he's like, you are dead. <laughs> My bill is like, we need to get the fuck out of here and we can only go through that door. So I look at all of them. I'm like, get behind me. Let's go. <laughs> and I charged at that door, man. Two of the guys made it to the door in front of us. And I just lowered my head and boom, <laughs> right fucking through them. We went through the first door. We didn't break anything, luckily. But we went through the first door. I got up. We rolled out the second door. All my buddies follow me and the two other guys are behind us. We got off the ground and tore down the fucking road. <laughs> we were gone. <laughs> These guys did not catch us. We lucked out. But dude, we would have got our asses kicked, man. <laughs> but that kind of shit is the awesome, exciting shit that happens when you get to have adventures. You know? Hopefully you don't get into a crazy fight and do dumb shit and hit people with beers. But like, hey, sometimes things happen. <laughs> okay? <laughs> But I miss shit like that. Like, there was another time, okay, I was playing rugby when I was uh, in grade 12. I was playing rugby, and at the end of the year, again, private school, so, like, I get I get my privilege, okay? <laughs> so, <coughs> private school, we go 
the every year the senior like rugby team and girls lacrosse team I think it was had um they would get to go on a trip somewhere and play that other country so like we went to New Zealand because one of our coaches was originally from New Zealand and he was getting older and he wanted to go back you know I'm assuming before he died kind of thing so they set up a tour for us to go play these guys in New Zealand now the problem with the thing in New Zealand is that like we were 17 18 years old you we were not allowed to match up with these other guys in New Zealand at the same age because they were afraid we were going to get hurt. <laughs> That's how seriously they take that shit. And I believe it because if you've ever seen the Hakka, oh, dude, eh, game over. I run the other way. I'm out. So they made us play um, 15, 16 year olds because they figured, well, they won't beat you up too bad, right? Which was the case. I think the whole tour, which was two weeks long, we played like six games, I think, or maybe five games. The whole tour, I think we scored one try. Like, we got one set of points, okay? That's how good these kids were, right? And uh, I remember going down there. And I talk a lot of shit when I play sports because I fully am 100% in on, yeah, physical, but it's also mental, man. If I could take you out of your mental space, you're fucked. Because, like, I'm pretty strong mentally, but it's because of sports. So we get down to New Zealand. My name is Justin, <laughs> Right? The girl, they, they had misprinted my name on the, like, um, like the roster. So I had an E at the end of my name, so I was Justine. So they there billeted me with a girl. The, there was a kicker on the other team, and she played. So they billeted me with her, thinking this is going to be awesome. And then, <laughs> and then they get me. <laughs> I felt so bad for them. But then the dad was really happy because he's like, oh, cool, we'll talk rugby and shit. I knew nothing about rugby. I just played rugby because all my buddies played rugby. And, like, let's be honest. When you're 17, 18 years old, you, it's so much fun to be able to smash the shit out of people legally. Like, <laughs> if, you can, if you can demolish, you don't, if you've never played football or sports in that facet, like, you do not understand how satisfying it is to just run through a guy. Like, it, oh. Because you're normally about the same size, and like, yeah, it's, anyway, it's a rush. But the point being was that in this whole thing, okay, I was um, billeted with this girl. Her dad was super excited. So the first night we get there, we have a game the next day. So the first night we get, or no, sorry, we're there, we have practice, and then we had a game. So the first night we're there, they take me out to a nice dinner or whatever, and then like we come home, hang out. Next day, we go off, do our touring thing, come back. They take me out to a nice dinner again. And this time, the dad takes out two <laughs> fucking two-liter bottles of beer. Okay? It was like a pop bottle full of beer. And he gives me one, and he takes the other, and he goes, you're not going to bed until you drink this. It was already 11 o'clock at night, and we had already fucking been drinking at the restaurant. And we, I had to play a game the next day. At like, I think it was 10 or 11 in the morning. So he sits me down. I know what he's doing. He's trying to get me fucked up. But he did not know my resilience, baby. <laughs> so I said, yeah, sure. Let's sit down and do this. I'm going to light this joint because I just realized that I haven't smoked anything right now. <laughs> but I got to say, I do recommend 
this fucking drink. And again, I don't get paid for any of this. I'm just saying that like what I like, I'm surprised at how good that is because I'm fucking hot. I'm definitely hot. So this guy gives me his two liter bottle and we're sitting there drinking it. I think we drank two of them each. By the time I went to bed, I wasn't hammered, but I was definitely like drunk. So I get up the next day <coughs> and I feel fine. And he's like ragging on me because he thinks that I'm like in a in a bad spot. Like he thinks I just was like, I'm fucked up, man. I can't. No, that's just my wake up. <laughs> like that's how I am in the morning. <laughs> so anyway, we get down to the thing. We get down to the uh, we get down to the rugby pitch. We play the game. I had an actually like I had a pretty good game. There was one point where I got the ball out of a scrum and I just took off and like. Three or four guys grabbed onto me, but I kept trucking and trucking and trucking. And I kept going for, like, another 5, 10 yards. And, uh, again, we lost badly. But, like, all the parents that were watching this were, they came up to me after they were like, Hey, man, you're, like, you're really fast for your size. Because, again, 245, 250, fat guy. <laughs> okay? They didn't realize I could sprint, but I played basketball. That's my sport. I love that sport. I'm really good at that. I mean, I think I am. <laughs> but that's where like it's all wind sprints right so in short bursts I can run really fast but like five yards <laughs> okay so they were all impressed with my ability to take these kids for a ride and uh it was kind of nice and the, and, and the dad that had got me drunk the night before okay he was super impressed because he thought I was fucking shit-faced. So he walks up to me and he goes, I want to see what you're like if you don't drink. I'm like, it's the same. You didn't get me that drunk, man. <laughs> like, I could drink a lot. <laughs> and at the time, I could because I grew up with a Peruvian family teaching me how to drink. And at this moment, I can't remember if I've told that story. So if I have, if I have I'm going to take a break on telling that one. And... We'll do that at a different time when I can figure out if I did or not. Because that is a great fucking story. Learning how to drink with the Peruvian family. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. But yeah, all that stuff is like, that's the excitement that I'm missing. I'm missing like meeting new people. I'm missing, you know, just general contact. Like, I feel like, I feel like a lot of people feel like that way. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. But I feel like a lot of people are thinking like, you know, we're missing out on some fun, good times. Like, and I, even though I don't travel much, my memories of traveling were so awesome that like, I don't want to, or I want to travel more again. <laughs> God damn, I'm stoned. How's your step? Are you enjoying the sesh? I hope you're enjoying the sesh. But yeah, this, this joint is pretty good too. Okay. So this, just to take a moment here, this ayahuasca, purple ayahuasca, dude, it's tasty. Like, it's really nice. And I'm not just saying that. I'm, I, I would tell you if it's bad. I, there was a papers that I used a couple, a while ago. Dude, you smoke that shit? It's like rubber. Don't touch it. What was it called? Green something. Don't buy those things. It's weird. But, uh, yeah, this ayahuasca stuff is nice. Hits nice. It's kind of got like, uh, It's got like an earthy flavor, but not in the way of, fuck, I don't know. There's like a little bit of fruit in there. It's a very mild blend of earth and fruit. <laughs> it's not harsh. 
Even though I just coughed there. That's just because my throat's getting dry. But yeah, it's really good. I think this might make the list for, you know, some of my favorite ones. I'll have to try it, though, when I haven't fucking hit a bong and drank this 10 milligram drink. <laughs> and then started smoking a joint. Like, that's a lot of shit really quick, you know? <laughs> so, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, I think my thing is like, okay, oh yeah, that's another thing. So, I also got... Uh, my first vaccination shot. Now, forget what my opinion of like the vaccinations and like this whole COVID thing is. I did it because my mom really wanted me to. And let's be honest. If your mom asks you to do something, you do it, man. <laughs> if it makes her feel better, then great. Okay? So, I got that. And then my second one, I think, comes or I'm scheduled for the second one in the beginning of September. So, like, I can't wait to be able to just, like, go around and roam free again, you know? That's the other upside to getting the vaccine is that, you know, some of the uh, some of the parameters of how this lockdown is going or whatever it are going to be lifted for people that are vaccinated. So, like, I don't know, man. I want to get back to life. I just don't want to sit here hanging out on my couch all the time. I miss fucking people. <laughs> I would like to go out. <laughs> I don't even need to go. I don't want to go to a restaurant. Well, yeah, I do. I want to do that too. But like, I want to go out. Like, I want to be able to take a drive down to fucking New York. I want to be able to drive through the mountains in Tennessee. Like, you can't do that shit right now. You know? That's the stuff I want to do. So, that's what I'm saying. I'm missing fucking excitement. I need some excitement. So, part of my motivation for this whole getting vaccinated is to be able to add that back into my life. Also, maybe find a lady. Because <laughs> that'd be nice. It's been a couple years, man. This whole lockdown shit. <laughs> yeah, I need some excitement. I feel like other, everybody needs it. Needs, everybody needs it. Holy Christ. <laughs> Hello, smoky pants. All right. Dude. Yeah, this is a good mix. Tableweed in the bong, a little bit of purple ayahuasca, and a nice 10 milligram THC drink. Dude, I'm in the pocket. I'm in the pocket of the high. This is beautiful. I hope you're enjoying your Friday. I know I've said it before, but like, let's be honest here. Dude, I'm in, a, I'm in a great spot. I hope you're in a great spot. Those are my thoughts off the stem for this week because <laughs> I'm starting to space. This ayahuasca stuff I think is going to be very introspective. So I will let you know on the next episode what it does because I feel like I'm falling into a groove right now. Dude, yeah, this is good. But yeah, those are my thoughts off the stem for this week. I hope you enjoyed the sesh. I hope you had a good week. I hope you have a good weekend. I hope you come back next Friday with me, Justin Baroni, on Thoughts Off the Stem, on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Subscribe, share, and let your people know, man, because, like, yeah, we want this, I want, well, I, I want this thing to grow. I like cool vibes, I get down with good vibes, and I just want to spread the good vibes. So, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully you can share it, like it, and subscribe. Also, don't forget to check out the TOTS420 link tree in the description. 
We've got t-shirts, hoodies, hats. <sighs> That'll help support the show. Help keep it going. Make it bigger. We can make it better. That's the other thing. we got to make it better. Always got to improve. <laughs> but check that out. And uh, yeah, follow along on Instagram. Uh, Thoughts off the STEM podcast. Uh, Twitter at Tots420. On Facebook, Thoughts off the STEM. Where else? Google Thoughts off the STEM. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I hope you have a good weekend. I hope you enjoy your next week. And until next time, keep your lids low.